coming up on the Young and the Beardless podcast. I, over the last few years, man, I've been hearing stories about pastors committing suicide. Yeah. That's the most heartbreaking thing yeah, I've seen, crazy. man. That's crazy. It, it's it's mind boggling. Yeah, so is. my question, like, why? Why is it that these ministers? And I thought about it. Yeah. Because a lot of them don't have that outlet, and they mm. feel they've been put on a pedestal. Because I've seen, I've yeah, been there I've where they them seem them. to put you on a pedestal. Yeah. They don't think you're human, I guess, yeah, because so you have to be perfect. Yeah, got to be Jesus. You the wrong way. People yeah. Are like, oh, you, oh I can't going? believe it. Oh, right. Pastor so and so did such and such. Yeah. And, it's, it should, and then you know you got people in the congregation. Sending all they want. Sending all they want. You know what I'm saying? Sending, and they come sending, in sending. trying to act, you know, holy than thou mm-hmm. down there in the congregation. <laughs> and doing all the stuff yeah, and talking right. about everybody else. Yeah, so suicide is a non-discriminatory, complex, all-compassing issue. I got my light bright friend over here. What up, though? You know what I'm saying? It didn't sound right because you're hating right now. No, you see how you paused because you can't believe it. Nah, because you, you know, you you kind of like threw me off. You know why I had to be about, you know, skin this morning. Because, you know man, my eyes are hurting. They hurt it. Yeah, man, I'm looking over there. I'm like, what is that? It's too early in the morning. First to be looking at the light bright. I'm going to so. need you to stay out the sun. First <laughs> I don't need you to be any more darker than that laptop. Look, look, Get I don't think I'm that dark. But look, this is the thing, you, you're though. You're close. You're getting close. This is the thing, though. I'm, okay. I'm kind of traumatized from that. My sister, when I was young, <laughs> she used to say I wasn't a part of the family. She said, because I'm too bright. I'm, I'm brighter than everybody. You? Yeah, she said it, man. Oh, snap, bro. What I'm seeing right now is you almost closer to this black, vivid bro. laptop right here. <laughs> I can barely see your eyes. You're so bright. Oh, man. You can barely see my eyes. I'm so bright. Yeah. What that mean? You're bright. I can't see you. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, bro. That was a whack joke. Shut your mouth, baby. That was whack. You just mad because I'm jiggy and I can joke. First of all, I don't care what your name is, okay? I don't care. (laughs) Bruh. Like your facial expressions, man. <laughs> like throw for a loop. Man, I'm skilled. I'm the jokester, right? Yeah, so you're the jokester. Nah, I mean, you know, we all joke. First of all, that's I. The- I feel like, to be honest, I feel like I'm the funnier one. Okay. No, no, I ain't real talk. No, we I, all, I got, I got. We're okay, all, okay, we're okay. all jokesters. Don't but get I me think wrong. you are the funny one. I think you, I'm the funniest one. Just naturally goofy. Yeah, you know? I, I mean, I just like to have a good time. I'm Although I will say though, tonight. my. I like to, you know, to make people smile and, and feel good. You know what I mean? I hear you. What you say last time? You said make your uh, your stomach laugh. <laughs> yeah, make your, make your stomach laugh. Yeah. <laughs> I know my side of family, though. We're not but jokesters. My dad's yeah. side of family. Yeah, you so too, of, man. You, you, man. Know, you got your moments where... Yeah. yeah. And, and I feel like you got to be, though. You know what I'm saying? Why be serious? Enjoy life. You know what I'm saying? Why be serious all the time and, you know... We always got somebody that's grouchy, though. Right. I can't believe they laughing, man. Right. Why, they, why they having such a good time? Because we can. Exactly. It's called living my best life. Living my best life. No, sir. Don't you. Don't, don't, that's don't. not your best life. Singing is not yours, okay? Hey, yeah, hey I, I, I sing not... for the Lord. I don't sing for, you, for y'all's ears, okay? Oh, it does say make a joyful I, noise, but I'm trying to figure I'm out how saying, joyful it is. It don't sound joyful Lord. to me. I sing for the Lord. <laughs> I 
I sound like Trey Songs and Chris Brown <laughs> at the same time. Oh man! When it comes to worshiping, uh, it may not sound like that to y'all, but I'm just saying. Well, you know what? It's good to dream, man. It's good to to have that positive impact, even though it don't sound like that. You know? Yeah. The Bible say the uh, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So you're not seeing it yet. I don't. I don't. Okay, don't preacher. It, but you keep on. You keep on having hope. Preach. And faith. Preach. All right. What up? What up? Welcome to the Young and the Beerless. I'm James. And I'm your boy, George. <laughs> Gotta do a grand intro every time, man. You <laughs> get to stop. And I'm your boy, Joe. Don't hate, man. Stop hating. My goodness. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, look. It, Y'all, welcome to the young and the beerless. The young and the beerless show. Right. Um, again, none of us can grow a beard. Nah. We thought it was funny to name the show that. <laughs> yeah. You know, Q's almost there. Q, Q. Mike, he been using some kind of chemicals. He been using some. And by the way, shout out to Q. He's not here today. Yeah. Um, he's up, doing a work related um, event. Event that yeah. um, happened. That yesterday. prevents him from. Yeah. yeah it happened yesterday. So. so. And sometime he may not be here because of that. His, yeah. his job. So just so you know. <clears throat> uh, but we gonna hold it down. We gonna hold it down. That's what the young and the builders do. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, you said before. You're the young and the builders, we're diving deep. We're speaking openly and uplifting and empowering, empowering you in your walk with Christ, in your life, in your journey in life. And remember, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the Young and the Beardless. Uh, we have a new episode of our podcast every second and fourth Mondays of the month at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're on like what iTunes, Spotify, Spotify Breaker, and the Pocket Cast. Yeah, and guess what? We on YouTube as well. Yeah. So make sure y'all go download that, all those apps, and subscribe to our podcast. Um, don't miss the episode. Even on YouTube, they got the little bell where you can uh, hit yeah. the notification so you want every notification you get, you know, let you know that hey, we we dropped another another banger. <laughs> banger. <laughs> so, you know, just want you guys and if you guys love the show and you guys want to show your support, just do all that and also um, let your friends know. Let let people know that you know we got a podcast and and give us feedback too. We we'll, we also want feedback. We just don't want to be up here, you know, um, speaking and talking. And you guys, you know, no feedback. It, yeah, yeah, no feedback. So let us know what you guys want to hear. You guys love it. Yeah, all of that. Yeah. And see, this is new. So you know, as we grow, it gets better and better. You know, and that's the thing. It's all about growth. And it's all about your feedback and what do you want us to talk about? Like, cause we want to talk with some topic ideas or whatever. Um, I know today we're talking about depression and suicide and our B block top. Yeah. <laughs> we're talking about this. It's so, so relevant right now. I see so many people committing suicide Definitely. and depression is so, yeah. so big. So we're suicide touch is actually the number one leading cause mm-hmm. of death in, in America. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, yeah, Self murder. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? And the the, the look, the same tactic the enemies used back in the day, he's still using now to this day. Yeah. And we're we're saying that depression and suicide is just one of the, the instruments that the enemy uses. And you know, we just gotta make it known. 
Gotta make it known, man. Yeah. That's what it's about. We're gonna talk about that a little bit later. First, we want to get into some news, man. This crazy week, another yeah. another explosive week. Yeah. What is this Le- LeBron stuff? No, see, I'm gonna tell you. Don't hate. See, well, I'm not hating, but this is the thing. I don't watch basketball. I'm, like, I'm a football I'm, fanatic. Yeah. I've been watching football for about five years now. I was late into sports, but I absolutely love football. I have not gotten to basketball yet. So when you told me about this LeBron James, Michael Jordan stuff, it's like. Man, let about? me let me tell you a little bit about my boy LeBron, which I'm very proud of. Oh, okay. Shout out to my boy LeBron. You know that brother's worth man. about four hundred million dollars. You hear that? Yeah. Yeah, that's hard work. He put in all. And you know, one thing I hate about what's going on in our generation yeah. is people are hating on him. Yeah. Like they want to see controversy in his name, and he has a, you know. In the spotlight, he has a clean record. He's never he, and, <laughs> he's you know, like in the spotlight. Yeah, you know, so I don't know his his personal life. Right, 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 I don't right, know what right. he does. So right. in the spotlight, he's doing everything. He's a role model. He's you know doing everything he could to entertain people in, in the sport that he loves. Right. And he's you know breaking records. You know what I'm saying? And and there's this debate on if he's the GOAT, if he's better than Jordan, whatever the case may be. And I grew up watching Jordan. Right. And I grew up watching LeBron. And I'm a big LeBron fan. And people can hate all they want. You know, they can call it bandwagoning and, oh, you know, you a Laker fan. I'm not a Laker fan. I support the Laker now because my boy playing. Okay. There's a difference. I'm still a, a Cleveland fan. I don't think it's bandwagon. People, that's what people want to say. Yeah, people, you know, they get mad and people want to throw that. Oh, that's bandwagon. Yeah, it's not bandwagon. No, you following the athlete. Ba- yeah, bandwagon <laughs> is now all of a sudden you a Golden State fan. All they, of a they, sudden they're the champions. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. That that's bandwagon, man. At the end of the day, you know, LeBron has worked hard to achieve what he has, and he's the only basketball player to have a high stat of scoring and assists. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? To have both. Right. He's in his own little realm right wow. now. You know, you don't see that. You see a lot of people who have, you know, the most assists or the most scoring, da da da. So he passed LeBron. I mean, he passed Jordan, excuse me. And now he's the number four um, highest scoring um, player in the NBA. And um, I'm so proud of him, man. And, you know, he, he, so he's the highest. You say he's the highest scoring in number the four. He's number, number four, four now. Four, four. Yeah, okay, okay, four. that's he good. Passed, that's... He just passed Jordan. Oh and, wow! Uh, yeah, this that's week, big. They still lost. They, they were playing the Nuggets. <laughs> they still lost. However, they, yeah, he's still number it four. was one fifteen to ninety nine. Okay, it, it would have been cool to to pass the you know Jordan and get the the W, but you know it is what it is, man. And, well, that's big um, news either way, yeah, man. Yeah, man. So I, you know, and like people gonna hate. I mean, that's crazy. How in society we gotta hate on each other when we should be supporting one another. Right. We all can win if we all just help each other out. We we all can win. Why can't exactly. you know? Be happy for them. Be happy, you know. Be happy. I, I ain't mad at them. Exactly. <laughs> be happy. You know, your your blessings is coming too. That's right. You know, <laughs> your pay raise is coming. You know, all right now. Some. Hey, <laughs> I'm speaking that so, right now. I'm just saying, you know, people want to hate me and they feel like, oh, why ain't happening to me? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Why? Look at them. You know, why? And you ask them, God, why, God? Right. But the word says, be happy for them because yours is coming. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, too, you got to work for it. Exactly. It's not like he just, just handed to him. Exactly. He worked for it. And so you can do the same thing he can do. It's just that how much effort are you going to put in there? How much willpower and dedication are you going to put, exactly. put into whatever you're setting out to do? 
So any goals you want to accomplish, you really can do it. Yeah. It's all about willpower. We were just talking about being disciplined. You know, I'm trying to be disciplined in my eating, man. you know, because of this gym thing. You're doing good, bro. Man, I appreciate it. You're doing good, man. You do encourage me and push me. Um, but it's it's crazy. I got to get it together, man, this, man. this week. Um, you got it. But it goes with discipline. Yeah. And so it's a mind thing. So you it's can do it just thing. like LeBron. You can do yeah. it, too. And so I'm looking at this whole crazy phenomenon, switching gears a little bit. This this crazy, deceitful, sinful phenomenon that's going on with this Momo challenge yeah. and these cartoons kids watch on YouTube. And then all of a sudden you see these cartoon characters shooting each other and different things like that. Man, what in the world has this world come to where we can't even it's sick. allow our kids to watch? Man, it's sick, man. When I heard about this, like I, I told James, we were on the phone the other day. And I was like, <laughs> when I see the devil, I'm going to punch him in his face. Yeah. That's how upset I am. Like to 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 you to use to use something like this to target our kids. And I'm a father. James is a father. Q is a father. And we have kids. Yeah. And it's to a point where I have to monitor the kid shows that they watch yeah. because of this thing. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. And apparently, so a little bit about it. So apparently it's this um, female or I've seen the female version. I don't know if there's another version, but it is a demonic looking female. Big eyes, ugly, ugly, bug eyes. Yeah. (laughs) And apparently it pops up on your screen or whatever you're watching. And some of the the shows were like, LOL. My daughter watches this stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, it'll pop up and it'll tell you to do random things. It'll tell you to wake up at three o'clock in the morning and stick a fork in a in the socket. Wow. Turn on the stove in the middle of the night while everyone is sleeping. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll even prompt you to like killing yourself or stabbing people and taking pills and all this stuff. And then to 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 make it even more like um controlling to the kids, they say if you tell your parents. Momo gonna come and, and kill you. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And and, and as a four or five year old, seven year old that don't know any better, <clears throat> excuse me. That height, you know what I'm saying? Like what? Man, what in the world, man? It, it's sad just to hear that they're telling these kids like stick a fork in the the electrical socket and all this stuff. Like that's, I, I just can't imagine how. I would feel to to see my kids watch that art, to find them watching something like that, or see them trying something like that. It would be so heartbreaking to see that. But it just shows how society is today and how deceitful the world is today. They want our children. If they can get the children at a young age, the enemy can get the children at a young age. They're going to plant that seed and they're going to try to get them to a point where they're doing the most heinous things. We as parents have to protect our children. For me, like me and my wife, we don't allow our kids just to take a, a, a we call iPad or whatever and just go out of our, our sight because I know they can start watching stuff. So we monitor what they watch. We don't just let them. Oh, no, you're not just going to get this laptop. Look, what you about to do? You know, you cannot go on YouTube. It's sad to say, but we don't let them go on YouTube unless we are around them and we can monitor because this has gotten out of hand. And it ain't just YouTube. I'm sure it's in other entities as well um, that this whole thing is going on. Man, and one I, of my friends was telling me that it, it was also on the, the app called WhatsApp where you can text a 
number to Momo and Momo will text you back and it will also tell you to do dumb stuff like that. Like, you know, but it's crazy. Um, yeah. Yeah. And you know what? That's crazy. I, uh, not even just how they're sending little, um, subliminal messages in some of these cartoons today. You even have to watch the regular cartoons like right. on the Disney channel, or whatever. I believe yeah. it was a show, I think it's bubble guppies. Um, my wife was telling me that it was a, like a fat, they did like a fashion show or something. And it had uh, one of the cartoon characters in drag. Um, now these are kids that's three and four years old and they're seeing this. They may not have catched on to it in the way that, you know, they were speaking and everything. And, and as Christians, we, we know, we are, we don't judge anybody, but we know what's right and right is wrong is wrong. That's wrong to put that into a kid's program, you know, and put that in their minds at a young age. And that's how I, that's why I say these uh, situations and these circumstances are, are, are all a strategy to get the kids to feel and think a certain way while they're small, when they're impressionable, when they're at their age of learning and growing and developing. So you got to watch that. I was shocked that she told me that, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, now looking into the news and everything, um, regardless if it's if it's new or not, they're saying that the Momo challenge is a hoax and a, a, a urban legend. And it was fake news that kind of spread through Facebook and other media outlets. So regardless of if it's real or not, you know, there's definitely um, media any type of social media or any type of outlets out there that kids are watching, especially with the whole, you know, Disney and sub- subliminal messages that they have out there. I didn't know that even the Smurfs what? was created by a Satanist. Is that how you say it? Yeah. And I heard they were warlocks and witches. Warlock and, and everything that you see on that cartoon show, uh, as far as like the, the spells and the words and everything that they're using, it's all real witchcraft stuff. See, so wow. you know what I'm saying, and I didn't. I grew up watching, that messed me up, man. Yeah, I, I watched it too. The Smurfs, and then until I found out, you know, all that, I was just like, "Yo, that's crazy." You know what I'm saying? And that that's just a way to plant seeds into kids, and they're using these, you know, cartoon and all these outlets where kids can go to, and they're using it, mm-hmm. and they're planting these seeds at a young age. Yeah, and you know, and that's why they're we're growing up with all these. Issues. Your issues, yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? If, you, if, we, if we target and we pay attention to the weapons that the enemy is using and not be blind to it, you know what I'm saying? We know how to f- win the battle. Yeah. Let's just say that. It's like any war. When that's when we have spies and stuff. When you are infiltrating the enemy and you know their tactics and you know what they're doing, you see what weapons they have. You have a better understanding of the battle and how you're going to win. You're not going to win this 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 human race here on earth. And first of all, you're not going to do it by yourself. That's first right. Of all. That's you know person. what I'm saying? You need Jesus Christ all the way in your life to do what you got to do. That's right, brother. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, <laughs> Silly, at the end of the day, you know this. When you recognize the enemy's tactics, and I'm not saying it's easy. You know, I, I'm not sitting up here talking about you know saying, "Oh, I recognize all the all these tactics." And, right, right, right. And any of that, I'm just saying we just got to be more mindful, and it's a it's a mindset thing where we have to renew our mind each and every day, and pay attention and and ask Holy Spirit to kind of help us in recognizing those things. You know what I'm saying? There's yeah. a lot of things that we're blind to and we're deaf to. 
Right. And we have to ask Holy Spirit and ask, you know, Jesus to kind of open Discernment. that for us. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Open our eyes and our ears to that. And, and even with the Momo stuff, like we have to be mindful of what our kids are watching. We have to be mindful. And I'm, and we talked about it in the last segment where, you know, we're overprotective and we're strict. And yeah, whatever these yeah, words are yeah. that people make it seem like, oh, you, you, that type of parent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good. Yeah, yeah, I want yeah to that's that right. Parent, you know, what and, I'm and what, what what you guys say about it? it's my exactly, child. Exactly, you know, what it's man? my child. Do what I want, what I exactly. share. Exactly, and at best. the end of the day, like yes, I'm gonna monitor what they watch because they're not just about to be out here watching, you know, some craziness. It's crazy too. We're talking about this. I went to this Thai restaurant and we were eating dinner, and one of the guys he came in. He was doing a uh, to go order. Yeah, and he walked to the back mm-hmm. to use the restroom, and I guess a kid, I guess one of the kids. Uh, one of the staff kids was in the back there. He had to walk past him and he was just watching YouTube. Right. And the guy walked by and he told the lady in the front, like, I don't know what that kid is watching. It's something about kid, what? women and he's some, you know, yeah, yeah. sexual. And he was just yeah. like, I don't know what he's watching. And it was cursing and talking mm-hmm. about, you know, naked women. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so he said something and he was just like shaking his head like, wow, like, you know, he's just out there. And that's what I'm saying. Like, right, right. I, you know, at, at that point, like, yeah, I, I let my kids watch YouTube and stuff like that, but I'm going to see what they're watching first before yeah. they even, you know what I'm saying? I see, that guy was young. And see, I, I just remember me think about when I was first introduced to porn. Yeah. Uh, I was actually a young boy and uh, a friend introduced it to me. And so my fear is like, okay, I got to watch his friends too, because we really, it's hard to protect your kids in that aspect because you don't know what they, their friends right. are showing them. And that's how I was introduced to it. Right. Um, and that's that's detrimental yeah, right. for, like, at a young age to be introduced yeah. to porn. It's kind of sad because it, yeah. then again, like we talked about in the last segment, where it's kind of hard to let your kids go to other people's houses. Oh my goodness. Because they don't, they don't do the same thing. They just let their kids do whatever to where even my kids come back and tell me, you know, certain things. I'm like, where'd you learn that from? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, man. Where'd you get that? You yeah. know? So it's like, yeah. all I'm saying is, as parents, we just have to be mindful. There's this crazy stuff out there. Scary. You know, scary stuff. And it's not being strict or overprotective if you're monitoring what your kids watch or see and stuff like that. It's I don't feel like that is, you know, like, I don't know, man. I, like, we don't I, really have very, our kids like we, we don't have to watch certain shows like right. You know, There's we certain, watch shows more adult. I know you can't be right. Like, exactly. Like, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm even more mindful of the stuff that I watch. Exactly. The kids are around. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm not about to be watching, you know, Game of Thrones out in the living room. <laughs> the kids are around playing video games. And they, they like to watch playing toys. Yeah. They're going to look up and, and see all that. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. Or, or whatever the case may be. So it, it's just how, you know. I do it in my house and yeah, and I know, and I do it in mine, man. And I'm not doing that. They, my kids have every. I feel like my kids are spoiled. I feel <laughs> like my kids, they never go without. So for me yeah. to to do these little things, I don't feel like I'm being strict or, right. or you know constricting them to to, to whatever because I I spoil my kids. Right, right. And I, 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 my wife tells me I spoil mine. I feel like if the kids are doing good, right, you know, I'm gonna make sure they have yeah. everything. Because I remember as a child, my mom and dad couldn't really. Get everything I wanted, right? And um, and I always say, you know, I want to make the opportunity to do that for my kids mm-hmm. and do that. So if they're good, then that's the thing. Um, but in a nutshell, mm-hmm. get back to piggyback what we're talking about. We have got to watch what our kids are mm-hmm. watching and who our kids are around, their friends, how they're friends, how, how do they uh, interact with your child, 
How do they uh, speak? You know, you know, what are they saying? You got to monitor that stuff, yeah, man, because it's yeah. serious out here and it's crazy. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, yeah, yeah so, you know, you, you're right, James. And, you know, um, going into that, that part of the segment, um, you know, now, now they're saying that, you know, is Momo, was, was it a hoax or was it real or? Uh, I, I see it was a hoax. They you know, said it's a hoax, but it's, it happened to small people. But it's not so much. They were saying like it was fake news. They say that, fake, <laughs> fake news. You know. But I mean, it's still relevant to talk about because not only is that Momo thing you're talking about, but the cartoons that they said on YouTube Kids, yeah, right. that's actually true. That's true. Yeah. They they show a nice commercial. I mean, a nice cartoon, and then all of a sudden. It just switches up to something crazy demonic. Yeah. And it's scary. I'm sure it scares the crap out of these kids, man. You know, so. my daughter does this thing when she's watching YouTube and it goes into like a commercial. Yes. Um, if it's something like somewhat scary to her, she puts the phone on her chest and doesn't watch that part. Wow. Yeah. I'm like, oh, man. You know, man. that's my heart. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't. I don't want her to be scared or anything, but she knows in her mind, like, yeah, I can't watch that stuff. So she puts, it. and it's just like a commercial. You know, I, sometimes I question some of these like commercials that they put on YouTube, Bro, I will, especially if you're like on a kids channel. Yeah, why are you putting like adult stuff? I feel like on it's, a kids, right? You know, YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Like, why? Like, it's just it's funny to me, man. It, it's crazy out here. It's crazy, and 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 a lot of these commercials are sexually, I have sexual windows, I guess you yeah. could say. <clears throat> I remember in college, my professor, Dr. Brockington, shout out to Dr. Brockington, she was a great professor in Albany State. Uh, one thing she said in the media class, one of the media classes that I took, she said that these commercial sex sales, mm-hmm. and so we see more and more of commercials selling sex. Yes. Where the money, and that's the thing. They don't care about your children. They don't care about nothing about you and your walk with Christ. They care about the money. And we do know that money. They worry about that dollar bill. Yeah, y'all. and that money is the root of all evil. It starts with money, and money causes you to do murder. It causes you to be deceitful and jealous, and it just causes so many different things. And so when it's about yeah. money in society, so that's why we got to watch our kids, because they yeah. don't care about us. They don't care. Yeah. What, Speaking of money, yeah, you know, we... Or, you know, watching this situation happen where, you know, people, you have one side of the store where they're saying, you know, R. Kelly is doing all this stuff. He's been doing all this stuff, you know. Yeah. And then you have this other side of the story. It's like, I got so much money. They're after my money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, it's crazy. I was watching the 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 the, the R. Kelly and uh, Gail King interview. Yes, man. And um, did you were you able Bro, to watch I watched, it? I watched it from the. She started on Tuesday, I think it was. Yeah. She had like you know how the Segments. news do. They yeah. say, oh, watch tomorrow for yeah, this and this. Right. But they had a special last night. I Part seventy three. Yeah, <laughs> they had a special about the Gail King thing, and you saw it as well, right? Yeah. <laughs> what stroke? What 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 thing stood out to you? when it pertains to that whole entire interview. First of all, I want to say Gail King did a phenomenal job. That's great journalism. She, she was unbothered. Job. Yeah, she did good. She she was very Robert, professional. Robert. Yeah, she was very professional. Get it together. <laughs> yeah, she was very professional. And he was very like, you know, and, they're, and they had a, a, a whole psychologist come out and interview her and she was breaking it down to where his behavior, like, oh, he's acting that way because this. He's, he feels, you know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah, they broke it down. And I'm, in my head, I'm just like, Okay, cool. 
all of these are allegations. Yes. Like let, let let us see the proof in the black and white. You know, let let us see. Even they talked about having him in in, in a video with the with the minor. With the minor. You know, yeah. I I I'd never seen it. Right. I haven't. I'm even. sure if it's out there, it's out there. It was back in the day, but they actually said it's a new one. There's a new one. That's why he was charged. Oh. Yeah. They said it's another new one, and um, allegedly. Allegedly. And so. It's yeah, like, that's crazy. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. What I he, took from that is I see a man who's fighting for his life, regardless of if it's wrong, if he's right or wrong, he's fighting to not go to jail. Yeah. So what I see is him being adamant or, you know, defensive. Like, it, it look. If you're going to accuse me of something, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm going to act a certain way, too, and be like, nah. Man, an allegation me. like that? Man. Right. That ain't me. Hold up. Disrespectful. You know, bro. he did say, too, in the video, in, in the interview, where he was like, you know, it happened to him at a young age. Right. Why would he do that now to to, to people? And, there, and she was saying. That could happen, King though. was saying, yeah, she was saying yeah. the majority of the people that are. Abused, abused at a younger age are the same ones that do it yep. when they get to an adult. Mm-hmm. So not everybody, but not. Know, and he he said that too. He's like, right. I, you know, R. Kelly ain't, you know, he. So at the end of the day, it's like, okay, we see the people that. So does he fall within that small group that you know says, hey, it, it's not me, you know, mm-hmm. or does he fall in that bigger group where it's like, hey, you know, he is, but he's gonna have to be true to himself. He's gonna have to be true to himself. You know, I, I, I kind of, I guess I agree with you in some extent. I think that something happened though. I know it's alleged or whatever, but I feel that the amount of women. Ah, don't get me wrong. Look, first of all, <laughs> it's been happening how many years now? It's been decades. They're man. still, I mean, you know, even they yeah. did the same thing with uh, Michael Jackson. Oh, that's before that's a whole other topic because they got a, a documentary out they on got him they, they, you know, yeah. they just before he died, they did the same thing where they said he was, you know, touching, you know, little, little boys, boys and you know yeah, stuff like yeah, that. So yeah. you see it now with R. Kelly, and it's like, yeah. what's going on? Yeah, well, I think I think it's something's going on. And just watching the interview, I saw someone that was traumatized, hurt. I believe that the molestation that he incurred, um, that occurred to him when he was a child. Uh, really caused some trauma for his life. Whether yeah. he really missed it or not, now that trauma can come out in different ways. Yeah. It don't necessarily have to come out when I'm doing the exact same thing that yeah. happened to me. It could be other drug, things. It can be drugs. It can be drugs. It can be anything. Yeah. But it seems time. like it has a fascination with young women. Yeah. Um, now, with that said, I, it's alleged that he did these things. I think that he may have done these things. Yeah. I'm just going to say yeah. that. I know. To be know, honest, look, with that being said, he is 50 years old. 52. With yeah. 52, whatever. Dating a 21 and a 22 year old. And this is the thing, man. You know what I'm saying? So there is is evidence in the fact that where he likes young women. Right, right, right. You know? Let me piggyback just a second. Um, I think the the biggest thing is that I had, when I was watching this man, I had compassion for him. Yeah, definitely. You know, it was wrong. And what happens is he needs to, absolutely. He, if he did these things, he needs to pay for that. But he also exactly. needs to get himself some help. Exactly. It's okay to admit, look, I have a problem. Please help me. I think that's the first stage in healing. That's the first stage in getting help. If you don't say anything, you try to brush it away, the enemy's going to win every time. And so 
with this whole R. Kelly thing, I think he needs to help and he needs to admit, look, I need help. Even though he said he's going to get counsel or anything, but I think he needs to be true to himself. Being true to yourself is the first yeah, stage man. in healing, man. And the biggest thing, too, to me is when you're in a spotlight like that and you have so many people looking up to you, it's very yeah. important to know who your surrounding people are. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, bro. Whoever is in this circle, circle. obviously is not speaking life to him. Right. Is not leading it. You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, I have my spiritual parents who helped me in my spiritual walk. And there's times where I go to them for certain things. And, you know, there's other leaders too and other people who I go to and I get encouragement from and I get good advice from good advice you know what i'm saying right and that's my circle right i feel like the circle that he has around him it's not good either they're in it for the money like if he's getting is he if he's eating i'm eating so yeah. i'm gonna be for yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. Yeah. I, I don't care what's going on i don't care what he do and that's not the mindset to have it's not man you know what i'm saying and i feel like somebody needs to speak life into him right and make him realize like yo like you playing with fire. You playing with all kinds of fire. You know what I'm saying? Blue fire, red mm-hmm. fire, purple yeah, fire. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> all types of fire. And at the end of the day, like, at the end of the day, like you said, I don't agree with any of that if it's true. Right. I don't if agree. I got you know. I you know. It. it like I, I, I just can't imagine. The devil and I'm gonna punch him in his face. Uh, yeah, you man. Know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, I I just feel sorry. For him though mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like you said that i have this compassion for him and anybody that's going through anything i feel like we all make mistakes yeah and the reason why he's in a bigger spotlight all make is because of key. his name is right yeah. is that we all do right you know i'm look i'm the last one to, to, to cast a stone right i'm saying me one. man same as you me, know bro. what i'm saying and you know we all have it in our minds where we as Christians, mm-hmm. as believers, we sit here and be like, "Oh, my sin is." I can't believe. No, right? Oh, oh my sin is lesser than his. So, I, you know, I, I'm I'm good, man. You know what I'm saying? I we can't have stand. This I cannot where, stand like, that. Oh, you know, my little white lie. Yeah. That ain't nothing compared to that murder he did. Yo, first of all, Guess a this. sin is a sin. It's a sin. I was about to say the same you know thing, what I'm bro. Saying? So your little sin, white sin, lie sin. is gonna get you it's right. Sin, it's sin, sin, sin. You know, compared to the murder that he did. So at the end of the day, like. That's the society we live in. And you see it. Mm -hmm. People don't talk about it. You don't hear about it. But we do that. We all do that. You know? That's You're going to a whole nother. (laughs) The same thing, man. Because (laughs) it kills, not kills me, but it just, it's it's mind boggling to see if people try to cast a sin higher than the other. And sin is sin. And we all need to be repentant. We all need to be in God's face. Yeah. And asking for forgiveness of sin. When you come and have the attitude that you all that in a bag of chips and you arrived and you were just holier than thou, that, to yeah. me, that's the main person that right. got some stuff secret in that closet. Right. Just to put it out there. Yeah. So, you know? so I, I guess getting back to the topic. Yeah, because we got outside. <laughs> we, yeah, we, you know, we, we got like, And that's okay. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> we just, you know, we touched, it, touched on something there. Yeah. Man. But while it aired, he was in jail for fair to pay child support. To his ex, yeah, and he owes about a hundred and sixty-one thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. Um, he believes that the accusations are rumors and part of an agenda driven by money and people determined to take him down. Determined. 
you know. So, like I said, and that's his side of the story. Then you have they they also interviewed the the girlfriend, so the parents, the girlfriend. Yeah, and there's the niche. They were coming out saying, yeah, you know, and. But I, I feel, man, them girlfriends are going hard. Yeah, uh, they were. They said that R. Kelly, they didn't mention that R. Kelly was in the room with in them. In the room and was coughing and making it known that he was in there. And, yeah. you know, which is kind of, then again, we don't know that. We don't that, know that. that. Some of the news people are like, hey, you know, this is what I got from it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you know how people take a little bit and try to stretch with it? Yeah. And see, the news need to be more objective than that. Yeah. News journalism has gotten out of hand where we they got their own opinions and everything. Yeah, but that got be, nothing to do with anything. Give us the facts and yeah. we, make a, we form our own opinion. Right, right. And so with these girls, though, man, I felt so sorry for them to yeah. be, to feel like to me, it was a little bit of mind control. And yeah. the fact that it's I like- need to be in a relationship. But t- together. You know what I'm saying? And y'all cool. Like I said, at the end of the day, if that's your sexual that's your, preference, but <laughs> more power to you. But something's wrong. So, something's not something's clicking, like clicking up there. that mind, man. Unless everybody good and everyone, it, it, that, that's that's self esteem, you know. Something. But according to the word, though, that's right. That, bring it back to where it all goes back because the word got power. You know power. what I'm saying? According to and the it, word, you know, I it just goes beyond my belief as far as like you know having multiple. Yeah, you know, and I'm sure um, go to guess our wives' beliefs too. Yeah, right, exactly. So at the end of the day, like nah, no power to you, good. but you know. Uh, yeah, that's all I got to say. It's crazy. I feel like this whole thing is just, it's crazy. It's mind-boggling and it's sad. Like, at the end of the day, it's sad. And we can't, like, why can't we talk about, you know, something good? Yeah, You know man. what I'm saying? Like, something like what, like that, what does this happen to all the achievements that he's done in his music career? Like, what, what was he's that? Like 30 some years worth of yeah, stuff. Yeah, all the, all he's the He's extremely the talented. There's yeah. no, no doubt about that. Bro, if he, was that's definitely a gift that God placed in him. Mm-hmm. And you can tell, especially with some of the gospel music that he's done and some of the, you know, churchy mm-hmm. type of sound, he's definitely got the, the, the voice and the talent. You know what I'm saying? And I believe that if he had tapped in to that knowing where that gift right. came from, I feel right like way. the outcome of his life would have been different. So different. You know what I'm saying? Um, I have the saying... Yeah, we were talking about this a while back, and I wrote it down. I was talking to, I think, I, think I was talking to Q about it. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't know. And I said, when you recognize the purpose of where you're at, oh yeah, I've heard this. God will transition you to the next purpose in your life. Right. And you know, when when I was writing that, we were talking about this R. Kelly stuff, and I felt like, you know, truly. I don't feel like he's identified the fact that, hey, this was a gift from God. No, Let me hasn't. utilize it in a way where it will make him it happy. Is, yeah. You know what I'm that. saying? And it was more. And know, there's a lot of uh, industry people like that. That don't, right. they, you can you can feel that, that they have a really good gift. And if they use it for God, it will be so impactful right. to, the, to the community it, as a whole. Right. And then what I was saying with that, too, is, you know, you look at his reality to where what he chose, he chose to, hey, I want to please the people. Yeah. And now look what the people is doing rather than, hey, I wanted to please God. Yeah. And I feel like the reality of that would have been different with his life. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, we all have free will. We, we all have choices to make. And, you know, he chose that route. And I feel like, you know, that's what's going on in his life. And it's a spiritual battle. You know what I'm saying? And if you want to take it further and go down that rabbit trail and it, it you know we can we can go that route but 
We ain't got the time. Yeah, well, we can go ahead and transition to our bebop top uh, topic. B-block. We talking about. I mean, first of all, hold up. How you doing, man? Oh yeah, we be man. man I missed you, we, bro. I miss yeah, you, I miss man. you too, man. Because see, we we always I've been busy. We, you've been busy, but we always see DC. each other and talk. Yeah. yeah. Which DC was fun, man. Fun Excuse me, hold on real quick. Man, my allergies <laughs> is like killing me right now, so my voice probably sounds different past couple times. And it's not the same. It's not the same. It's not the same to me. Oh, all right. The money make a sound. <laughs> okay, continue. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say nah, so <laughs> I came back from DC, man. DC was nothing but love yeah um you know went out there and we had to install a few cameras and you know run wires and stuff for right. the site up there and it was relaxing it was very enjoyable worked hard we're 12 hour shifts yeah both days almost 12 the second day but um first day money, was bro. More, yeah first day was more like it was a travel day and then we went straight into work hey payday on my on my birthday bro payday on birthday. i'm gonna come see you nah, my man. birthday the 15th of march I don't know. I don't know if it's paid for me, but I know the way way my bank account is set up. Oh. I got a check in and savings. Okay. And And you're going to take from the check in and savings and and bless your brother. Yeah, by the time I get paid, I already (laughs) already went over my transition. (laughs) All the money go to my savings. Yeah. So I got to go to the bank. Oh. When I go to the bank, I got the same setup then. You got the same setup? Yeah. Okay. I'm playing, man. I got you. You know, bless your name. Of course, bro. That's what we do. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, DC was love, man. Got a lot of rest. Felt really good. And, you know, every time I go out of town, you know, my wife and my kids, they always missing me and always yeah. uh, FaceTime them. And I kind of enjoy going on, on the road and, you know, traveling a little bit. Yeah. I kind of get, I feel like that's my time to, you know, to have unwind. a time out yes. and unwind and, yes. and kind of be away and relax and get my body. Recharge. I, you know, I got... A lot of sleep, you know. Good. Um, <laughs> I was up there, you know what I'm saying. So, yeah, what's sleep? <laughs> you're right. I'm still trying to find it. Yeah, and um, it but just traveling on its own is it's tiring, you yeah. know. And even though you know you go out of town, but but I love to eat. So even though we were up yes. there, man, I was eating. There was this place called a uh, District Tacos. Some mm. of that man. Good, Bruh. Man, I got me like six tacos. Man. I got this ain't no Taco Bell. Nah, this, this ain't, ain't no, no Taco Bell. Taco hey, no, I mean, I wish <laughs> I, I wish I can. We can post videos and pictures of what we. We can on our Instagram. Yeah, yeah, I didn't take nothing though. Oh, you was eating. Yeah, you didn't have no time eating. to take no and pictures. And we didn't. First of all, our social media and everything is still like under construction, and we're yeah. trying to, you know, develop it. Yeah, and and give grow. you guys a lot of visuals and and a lot of stuff. I have it's content coming. to where if I post stuff. It's gonna look like it's just coming from my phone, where I want it to look like it's it's all our interests, it's right, all right. our. Right. It means it goes with our podcast. Well, you know podcast, what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't want to just put all this food stuff and it's like, oh, that's George, which which is which cool. is me too, because you know I'm a foodie yeah, too. Yeah, you know I'm saying <laughs> people want to you know know who we are and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. That we we can post stuff that interests yeah, us. I just yeah. want to be like, oh, all, yeah, all our stuff is all over the place, and like people are like. We're, we're taking our time. We're yeah, gonna, we're, we're definitely do it right, taking so. our time, and we're trying to do it. Follow right. our social media. Y'all yeah. bear lists on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. You'll see our changes. Y'all heard James? I'm How was your week though? Man, my week has been interesting. It's a. I think for me, I feel like this week was a week of growth. Mm. I had some things going on. You know, we talked 
uh, and it helped me to mature a little bit and how I respond to certain things in certain situations. And so I'm get I'm getting through that. I'm getting through that. Um, and I'm learning to, you don't have to respond to everything. You don't have to um, explain yourself or get people to understand. You just got to be yourself. Yeah. And you got to let God, you got to be led by God. Right, and I think the biggest thing for me uh, was listening to everybody else. And so what happens is you effectively don't, you do something that you don't that you don't feel is right, but you do it because you want to please other people, yeah. and that's dangerous. Yeah, that's that's very dangerous. So I'm being transparent in saying that. But um, so I had that going on this week. But other than that, man, it's been pretty good. You know, it's quick week. Seems like yeah, I can't believe March is already here, but it's been a quick week of just work. Yeah. <laughs> My family is doing great, man. My wife, um, she's loving her job. She's been doing mm. this new position. She's been oh, um, she got. Promoted? Not not promoted, but I'm talking about this position where she's working for a whole different arena oh, for like three okay. years now. Got but you. to see how much she loves it now, she comes home and she enjoys it. That's been a a, a blessing to me. Yeah. Um, she definitely just has a week. heart for it. She it, has it a take, heart for it. It takes us, you know, someone special to be in that. With children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. She has, definitely has a heart for it. Man. Yeah, and then see my boys like this week. So my wife was, you know, just just talking about her love for children this week, and then my boys, James and Jaden. Man, my little one, Jaden, man, this guy wants to be a podcaster. Um, he wants to be Journey with Jaden. like daddy. Yeah, he want to be like daddy. He was walking around the whole week talking about this is the young and the beerless. That's and funny. he had his own friends he was talking about. And he That's came funny. in his room. There's a picture on my on my social media. He actually had, took a uh, sat down and put this old thing together. And he had a little sheet writing down stuff. And he had my, my older son, James Jr., and myself come in there and participating in his show. He told me, okay, you got to pray and then things right. like that. And then his oldest brother made him mad. So he's like, no, you're out, you're out the show now. But yeah. just to see that, how your kids really look up to you, man, it's such Yo, an amazing thing. Let me tell you about my little boy, mm-hmm. my youngest son, June. June, yes. So last weekend, we were sitting there watching a, a sermon. I think we were watching a, either Pastor Stephen Frederick or a Pastor Michael Todd on YouTube. And something lit in him to where he's like, I got a sermon. Mm-hmm. We're like, okay, June. Oh, so yeah, we yeah. paused it. Yeah. My man had a whole sermon yeah. about Jesus preaching, talking about, can I get an amen? Bro. Hallelujah. I, I, I think we recorded it. Yeah. But my man was like, I'm going to give y'all a sermon every weekend. Bro, my little one the same way. I was like, June. Same way. Mind you, they're Nick, they're 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 um everyone knows them as so June. He's known as the pastor, mm-hmm. my youngest son. My middle son, J- Joji, he's known as the warrior. All right, all right. And Jaden, my oldest son, is known as the bishop. That's right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's just funny how the preacher came out of June and he was like so adamant. Like, look, you can tell even when he was talking about how Jesus had to carry his cross and they put a thorn, he can tell he was getting kind of emotional. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I'm like, man, like. Bro, it's like father like son. Yeah. Yeah, because hey. Jaden is the same way. Like we have some video of him. He preached and he's reciting scriptures, man, like wow. crazy. And Jaden's good with that. Jaden's good see, with scriptures. See, it's like yeah, my older son, Jaden. You goes got back a Jaden. I got a Jaden. We got Jaden, bro. <laughs> but it's just like how we raise our children, though. Yeah, man. It's yeah. Go back to that and to see the fruits of our labor is amazing, man. Yeah. And this boy, he wants to preach. I want to preach like daddy. I'm like okay, wow. 
<laughs> That's man. all you can say, man. man. I love to see June go. I love to put them two together, June you know and Jaden. Hey, hey, man, it'll be a hallelujah night up hey, here. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, a, it's, it, it is awesome to see what God is doing with yeah. the kids. Yeah. Just the opportunity. I always thank God for the opportunity of making me a parent. Because mm-hmm. I see a glimpse of how God treats us. Yes. And there's times where I act, you know, I, I'm like, okay, uh, you know, my strict mindset comes in. I'd be like, no, so you got in trouble. You ain't getting this. And the Holy Spirit would hit me yeah. and be like, well, I'm not like that with you. Grace. You know what I'm Bro, saying? Like, you you know, grace. I don't do that to you. And I have to catch myself. And I'm like, man. So I go back and be like, all right, June, you can get that lollipop. You so, know what I'm saying? So I... But I, I sit there and talk to them, but I just don't right. give it to them. I sit there and still explain talk to it. them, explain it. But when I walk away, when I do certain things like that, I feel like Holy Spirit like kind of hits me and be right. like, "Hey, the Father, He don't do that to you." That's man, you and I, man, bro. I, I think you're such an awesome father, man. I appreciate you, you too, man. Thanks, bro. Man, I, man, I, I admire you for that. One thing I do, and I'm gonna ask you: Do you do this? Do you do you apologize to your kids when you know you've done wrong? Yeah, definitely. I do it too. I a lot do. of parents, they feel like, oh, I don't got to do that. Nah. But I feel that's the most gratifying thing to, to tell for to tell your child, look, I'm sorry. I yeah. was wrong. It shows that you're I feel human. Like, yeah, I feel like growing up with my parents, there's always been that lesson thought where if you know, you're wrong or you feel sorry, not in a bad way, but like something ha- is happening, the first thing to say is, hey, I'm sorry. Yeah, and I've picked that up in my life, and when I tell people, "Hey, I'm sorry that you're going through," they're like, "Oh, don't, don't be, don't be. It ain't you, and I know it ain't me. Like I, you just told me about the situation, but I, I have compassion to feel sorry for you because I'm like, man, like I, you know, what can I do? What can I, you know, what I'm saying like, and when I say it, I'm not saying it because I feel sorry for you. Mm-hmm. You know, let me say that I'm saying it because I, I, I have this compassion where like, where can I help? Yeah. Knowing that now, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, and that that's where I get it from. And we have this mindset now in the society where people are like, you know, you don't got to be sorry. It's all good. It ain't you. <laughs> like, I know it ain't me. Like <laughs> Society, man. Yeah, you. man. All right. Telling well, us how to be a man and stuff. Yeah, well, we talked about that. <laughs> On the B-Block Top, man, we talking about, you know, B-Block, we're talking about suicide and depression, man. You said in the beginning of the show that it's at the all time high. Like suicide is the top thing. Yeah. In this world so that's suicide going on. Um, is one of the leading causes of death in depression. Yeah. Um, and it's sad. And I've, I, I feel like I've um, experienced depression in a certain level. Yeah. Um, when I got out of the Navy, I was very depressed because my goal was to stay in the Navy. And I got out because of high tenure. I couldn't pick up E5. And um, the new rule was, you know, if you couldn't pick up rent within a certain year that they they um, wanted you to, mm-hmm. you had to get out the Navy. Okay. And when I got out, man, I was, I went into a depression where it was a food depression. Yeah where I started eating so much and I gained so much weight where uh, it affected my health and it could have affected and it it, it really affected my life because I ended up getting diagnosed with diabetes. Right. And I never had it before until I went into it. So then again, depression 
come in many forms, really. Come in yeah. many forms. And at the end of the day, if it's not recognized and it's not changed, even mine, I feel like mine is at the lowest point where, you know, suicide is at the highest. Mm-hmm. And it could be low, one lower than mine, but I feel like mine could have led to death too. Because right. if right. I didn't get checked, if I kept eating the way I was eating. You was going to kill yourself. I was going to kill myself. eating like that. You know, all because of depression, all because right. I didn't recognize it then. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now that I look back, I'm like, man, that was a form of depression that I mm-hmm. went through. And, you know, I, I thank God that, you know, he helped me through that because yeah, man. I changed. Once I heard that, you know, I was type two, I was like, yo, I'm fighting. That's right. That's right. You know what I'm saying? I started eating right. Started hitting the gym. I was in the gym before then too. So, right, right, you know, right. I was fit then. And then right when I got out, I gained all that weight back. Yeah. I was so at like 290 yeah. at one point. I'm at 185, 180 yeah. right now. So, um, there was a point in time. Congratulations on that, man. man I appreciate Because I gained all my weight back that I lost. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hard work. But I'm coming back. Hard work pays off. It does, man. But uh, on a serious note, though, um, you know, we're, we're going into that and I just thank God, man. And I always do this thing where I look back, you know, on my life and I always try to learn from some of the decisions and some of the stuff that I've gone through because I feel like there's always a lesson learned. Yeah, it is. You know what I'm saying? There's always something that you go through where you can take something out of that and use it Mm -hmm. again. You know what I'm saying? So when I look through my life and I and I look back into all that. I'm just I just thank God and all the glory goes to him because yeah he's I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him. him. Mm. You know for for me depression it was a it's a thing that ran through my life for a long time. Um I remember as a young boy I would be considered I guess to some a loner at that time. But now growing up I realized that I wasn't a loner. I was just afraid because of what was going on with me. I would get teased so bad. I mean, you know, you're skinny, you sound like a girl, joke on my clothes. So I became traumatized from that. And not only that, we I dealt with abuse in my my home mm-hmm. with a um a bad stepfather. Um not my second one, <laughs> but a bad stepfather um, that was abusive in a physical way. And so those things, I didn't realize it, like you said first, I didn't realize it was depression because I was always sad. I was always angry in a, in a sense. I remember one time coming home to my mom and just crying and crying. And I told her I want to die. And I was in middle school. So depression runs deep. And um, I remember a time where in my adulthood, in my 20s, where I would do the same like you. I'm an emotional eater. Yeah. Food gave me comfort. Can it give me comfort? And so I love I still eat now. And so though. with that said, um <laughs> you sure do. <laughs> <laughs> Food is delicious. But uh I really blossomed because I, I was known as being skinny all my life. And they said I could hula hoop through a Cheerio. They said I can uh I can wrap my belt around me four or five times. I was just skinny like 128 pounds for years. And then I just blossomed and just blossomed. But a lot of that came from the depression and things that I went through in my childhood that I didn't deal with. And so it's so important that we deal with those traumas as a child um, before we grow up because it's like a seed that's planted. Mm -hmm. And then if you don't 
do anything with that seed that's going to sprout and it's going to grow and grow. And that's what happened to me. Um, and so the depression was there. And so I remember a time going to the doctor because I, I couldn't sleep. I was eating a lot. I wasn't really happy about life. It was like, whatever, you know, I didn't really have a support system. Mm. I went to the doctor and the doctor told me, and this is how I know that God was in the midst. Um, she's like, you know, I think you can have depression and not know it. And she said, I think you're depressed. She said, but I don't believe that you, I don't believe in giving you medicine. She said, I think your faith will get you through. Mm. And that stayed with me. You don't hear mm. doctors saying that they're ready to give you some medicine. Yeah, let's heal that. That's good. Now, you don't hear that from you doctors. You do not hear that yeah, from doctors, that's, man. That's not God, like, bro. <laughs> that is God. Because yeah, doctor would have been quick to be like, let me give you like, uh, yeah. uh, 10, yeah. 10 <laughs> medications real quick. Right, right. Because you're crazy. Right. Get them off. And so, <laughs> and so we did that. And, and, and so that's what I've been doing. I've been making sure that I go to God. God has been my source. And I asked God, I prayed, I said, Lord, send me a good circle of friends that's going to empower me, that's going to encourage me, that's going to help me, uh, that's going to be there and loyal to me. And he did just that. You know, you're one of them sitting right there. You already know that, man. You are my brother. You are my best friend. And I can't tell you the times that you have been an impact to me. Um, when I felt like I was going into a depressive mm-hmm. state, you know, yeah. because the reality is I had to deal with that. Yeah. But I had an outlet. I go to God. God sent me some people as well. So I go to you and you be talking, we pray about it. Some other people will talk and pray about it. And it helps me to get to a point. And so I'm saying all this to say is we have to have a good circle. It's so important. We talked about R. Kelly having a circle that wasn't a good influence for him. But if you're dealing with depression or you're dealing with some things right now, Usually, a lot of times you feel lonely. It is okay to reach out to somebody, a family member, even some a coworker. Be upfront. Don't allow the enemy to hold you back. Tell them how you feel. Look, I, I'm going through some things. I got this on my. Oh, I'm having suicidal thoughts because your life is important. Your life is precious, and taking your life is not the way to go. It's, it's selfish, you know, to your family and to your friends and people who actually love you. Speak out on it. I know it's, it was more easier said than done because I haven't been to the extreme of wanting to kill myself, of course, in middle school. But I haven't had those thoughts anymore. But it just tells me that suicide is real. And one thing that I want to point out here as a as a, a ex, I guess to say ex-pastor. I'm still a minister, but I was man, a campus pastor. Yeah. But I, 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 over the last few years, man, I've been hearing stories about pastors committing suicide. Yeah. That's the most heartbreaking thing yeah, I've seen, crazy. man. That's crazy. It, it's it's mind boggling. Yeah, so is. my question, like, why? Why is it that these men are? And I thought about it. Yeah. Because a lot of them don't have that outlet, and they mm-hmm. feel they but put on a pedestal. Because I've seen, I've yeah, been there I've where they seem to put you on a pedestal. Yeah. They don't think you're human, I guess, yeah, because soon, you have to be perfect. Yeah, you Got to be Jesus. You the wrong way. People yeah. Are like, oh, you, oh I can't believe on? it. Oh. Right. Pastor so-and-so. Did such and such. Yeah. And, it's, it's, and then, you know, you got people in the congregation sending all they want. Sending all they want. You know what I'm saying? Sending, and sending, they come sending, in and trying to act, you know, holy than thou mm-hmm. down there in the congregation. <laughs> and doing all the stuff and yeah, talking about right. everybody else. Yeah. So suicide is a non-discriminatory, complex, all-encompassing issue. Encompassing? Encompassing, yeah. (laughs) Everyone is affected. However, it has been noted that certain characteristics are shared among those most at risk of committing suicide. So some of those characteristics are depression, other mental disorders, 
substance abuse disorders, certain medical conditions, mm-hmm. chronic pain, yes, a prior suicide attempt, family history of mental disorders, right, substance right. abuse, suicide abuse, mm-hmm. family history of violence, handguns in a house, or firearm in a house. So, yeah. you know, I, you know, I feel like. <laughs> so I feel like this is a very serious thing that's going on and some of those characteristics you know some pastors could be going through and they are man you know what I'm saying and we sit here and like you said we put them on a pedestal put them on a pedestal and we put them on this level where you know almost as if they're God Mm-hmm. And they're struggling with stuff like this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, when you look at the Bible and you read God's word, yeah. God didn't use anyone that was perfect. No, no. Oh, man. Man, this one is... one person, which was his son, yeah. Jesus Christ, you know. But he um, used imperfect people. He used imperfect that struggled through stuff in life. Yes, they did. And used them and utilized them. And pastors and ministers and all that. They're no different. No different, man. And no different at all. To be in it. To right. be a pastor. To be to in it. it, it is like, I, to me, like, I've, I've met a few people where they, they grew up, and they were like, you know, I started preaching, like, June. Like, I, you know, he probably grew mm-hmm. up, like, even if he does become a pastor. Right. So, you have those people who are like, man, I was born to be a pastor. Or right. Some of the people, they... They never asked for it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I was I, one of them. I yeah, remember like being me, somebody like, probably said 2000 and I was right. past them. Like, what me are you talking too, about? Like, they're saying yeah. there's a calling on my life. Like, yes. I, what calling? There is a calling. Ain't, ain't nobody called me. Nobody <laughs> called me at the time. Because right, I never asked for that stuff. So it's like, you know, with all the stuff that I'm struggling with, yeah. you, you mean to tell me I'm supposed to be pastoring? Right, you know, right. Like, these right. are the mindset, like pastors, you know, like people who yep. became in leadership and stuff. And it's yep. like, God, he he uses all that. He uses all that for his good. And he always take and make something good out of it. Yeah, and I feel like, and that's what's wrong with our society, in, in even in our Christian uh, environment, where we're we're the first ones to cast that stone. The first, the first one. Pharisees, you know what I'm saying? And and I was, I don't know who I was talking to, but I I, I always say that they're that kind of spirit is a Pharisee spirit. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Is that back in the day, like back they were, t- you know what I'm saying? Like if yeah. you read in the Bible, I always say that like, there's that Pharisee mindset that people have, Yeah. you know, and uh, I can't be touched, you know, yeah. but it's crazy. You know, I read an article from um, Tom Rainer. Um, it's an article online. It says five primary factors of depression with pastors. And as I was reading this little uh, the subheadings, I was saying to myself, wow, I've been through some of this stuff. Mm. Like one of them is spiritual warfare. Mm, when you are in ministry and oh, when you man. decide to go all out for God, <laughs> the enemy increases. It is no joke. Hey, man. Y'all think it's, it's, like, joke. it's like, what in the world? It gets harder. So yeah. that's one thing that I know that that was a problem for me. And then the surprising reality of pastoral leadership to know that, OK, I am responsible for a flock of people. You know, right. I'm responsible. The blood is going to be on me that I lead and got them the right way. And then I also have my life in order as well. That just that's a lot of pressure to know that you have that 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 mantle of being that leadership and that spiritual guide. And then the third one was sense of inadequacy. I struggled with that. I'm like, I ain't supposed to preach. Oh, what if I don't preach well? At one point in my earlier time, when I first began, I used to 
kind of, uh, I guess you can say, measure myself by other pastors. Oh, I didn't do good enough. Oh, they did great. I should do this. I should do that. And right. I had to learn that I had to be myself. And because, that's when it became yeah. more authentic when I was you myself. You can't compare yourself. Yeah, I did that oh, in the yeah. beginning. I will yeah. be so honest with you, man, because I was so we inadequate. I was so yeah. inadequate yeah. with myself, you know, and then uh, four, fourth one was critics and bullies. You're going to always be, have critics and bullies um, mm. in ministry. They, they're going to have something to say about the pastor. Oh, they don't like what they did. I like what they said because they probably doing have it. Haters, they're man. probably doing it. Have and, 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 and so we have that thing. And then the last one is loneliness. And I mm. talk about that. I told, like I said, before I even went into ministry, I, I wanted that circle of friends because it's so important because a lot of pastors do not have those close friends. Mm, they don't, they can't even trust. You don't know who to trust. And it's yeah. like, and I think these are the things that if they don't deal with these five primary things as pastors and in leadership, in it doesn't have to be pastors, but that's what causes a lot of depression that causes a lot of suicide. Yeah. And so that's my only thing. I feel like that a lot of these pastors are, are taking their own life, self-murder because they feel like they have no outlet and they feel like that pedestal thing. Mm. And it's so important. It is it's definitely um, an issue out here that it's a big issue know, we're we're dealing with, and um, it's also something that it, you know it kind of saddens my heart for anyone, anyone. even pastors, yeah. or anyone in leadership, to anyone to take their life, and um, and that's why it's so important to encourage people because you don't know what they're going through i feel like it's very powerful to show god's love right and i feel like through depression suicide and all these other mental issues and disorders i feel like knowing that god loves you and what he did for you exactly and i may sound like it, it sounds easier than said than done than done yeah but knowing that and that's why it's important for us, man, and anyone else that's listening that understands these things. And it's important to just show that love, man. And so yeah, I feel like that's what will counter that's what all this stuff. You know, we're, we're the first ones to be like, oh, look at him. Yeah. Look what, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Instead of being like, hey, I'm what's going sorry. On? Yeah. You know, what's yeah. going on? And check on your friends. Yeah. Man. Check exactly. on your family. Check, you know and, and I heard I this like, saying. Go, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I'm just going through the whole, like, what what are the, what, like, we can sit here and talk about it all day. Right. But what are we supposed, are we to, supposed do? to do? You know what I'm saying? And I think we need to be praying for people. Right. We need to be reaching out to people. If you see somebody that seems like they're having a bad day, check on them. Talk to them. Encourage them. Send them an encouraging word. Because I've heard this model, too. They say, check on your strong, strong friends. Maybe people that appear like they got it all together, check on them sometime because a lot of times they may not have it all together. Yeah. You know, so those things are important. And so just closing this up here, the main thing is you need to be able to talk to someone. Don't let the enemy tell you any different. Don't let enemy tell me that nobody loves you. There is love. I've dealt with some family members who dealt who deal with depression and it's heartbreaking of some of the things that they believe and they say and it's not true. It's heartbreaking to see that. But it's so important that you speak out. If there's anyone dealing with depression right now, speak out. Don't let the enemy hold you back. You are you have purpose. You are somebody special. You are fearfully and wonderfully made by God. You are something special. And so let this be your day of reckoning that not the reckoning, but the, the day of peace, the day of getting out of this funk 
and getting out of this depression, the day of surrendering it all to God. It's so important that you surrender to God because he is our present help. He will never leave you nor forsake you. So you have to believe it and trust it with all your heart. And so take that first step and speak to someone. If you have to call a hotline, we have a suicide hotline. That hotline number is 1-800-273-8255. Again, it's 1-800-273-8255. It's 24-7. Call that hotline. Do what you got to do. Do not take your life. You have purpose. God has a purpose for your life. God has a testimony for your life. What you're going through is going to be a testimony. So let it be a testimony and not a death because you are something special. Amen. Amen. Okay, Pastor. Man, 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 I feel that thing. Hey, and to piggyback off of that, that was powerful. So to piggyback off that hotline, uh, that's one of the ways to get help. Mm -hmm. You know, we just don't want to talk about it. I want to be able to um, let you guys know that there is help out there. Um, Find a therapist or pastoral counselor. Yes. Build a support network, fellowshipping, et cetera, and use it. Make a safety plan. Use coping strategies. Socialize with others. These are some of the stuff that we were talking about that pastors don't have. Socialize with others. Get out. Contact family and friends. Contact mental health professionals. Um, ensuring your environment is safe, like there's guns or knives or anything, you know, to, to where you will hurt yourself, like lock yeah. it up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Use prevention, preventive um, measures, measures, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Um, and I also want to say this too, man, before we close out, um, depression, suicide, um, all these mental issues mm-hmm. are all tactics that the enemy uses yep. to where it pulls us away from knowing who we are mm-hmm. in Christ. And there are a few, I'm going to read 15 things that declares who you are according to God's word. Okay. And one, I'm a child of God. Two, I'm a new creation. Three, I have freedom in Christ. Four, I'm chosen by God. Five, I have boldness and confidence. Six, I have God's peace to guard my mind. And all these have um, scripture that goes to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I am loved. I am fearful and wonderfully made. I am forgiven. I am created in God's likeness. I am a special. I am special to God. I have a sound mind. I am more than a conqueror, and I am a temple of the Holy Spirit. So these are the things that declares you on who you are according to God's word. Yeah. And yeah. Um, like preacher James said, <laughs> preacher. You know, um, you's a preacher, bro. Oh, wait, hey, I admit that. Hey, and you are too, bro. Yeah. You know. And you know, uh, if and also if you guys want to reach out to us. Mm-hmm. We're definitely here to talk to you guys, and we're definitely here to answer emails or whatever the case may be. My email is the young and the beardless at gmail.com. Yeah, so Reach you out. Know, it, it's definitely um, a main issue that's going on yeah. in our society, and we want to be able to pray with you and yeah, we will. Um, able to just, you know, listen, you mm-hmm. know, listen to you and, and, you know, talk to you guys. So, so, um, um, we're, gonna, we're gonna end on a, on a lighter note, um, but first I want us to go ahead and pray. George, can you lead us in prayer yeah, as we talk about depression and suicide? Yeah. Father God, we just come before you, Lord, and we thank you 
for uh, just being with us last night. Uh, thank you for giving us the rest and the peace that we needed. Thank you for this day that you've given us this opportunity, Lord, to just put you first, um, the opportunity to worship you and praise you and honor you. We thank you, Lord, for just being with us in everything that um, we've done through this week, Father God. We thank you for this show. We thank you for the fellowship. We thank you for yes. the friendship and the family yes. um, that we have within um, myself, James, and Q. Yes. Um, I just thank you, Father God. And we just lift up um, R. Kelly. We mm -hmm. pray for him, Father God. We lift him up to you. Everything that he's going through, Father God, I pray that you touch his heart. I pray, Father God, that you um, um, just help him in um the spiritual warfare that he's going through, Father God. I pray, Lord, that um, he has people that can stand in the gap and people that can um, speak life into him, Father God. I pray, Lord, that you continue to just, um, just be with him in, in, in this situation, Father God. If he has to, you know, do time or whatever the case may be, Father God, I just pray that there is a... Uh, uh, just a mindset that he has that you are in control, Father God, that whatever it is that he's going through, that you you are there with him and you, you're not forsaking him, Father God. So I also pray, Lord, for um, the topic at hand of depression and suicide that um, pastors and many other people that are going through this, Father God, I just lift them up to you, Father God. Um, I pray against um, that spiritual warfare. I pray against um, that weapon. Um, formed and it will not perish father god and we just thank you for that um we pray father god that um, um you just continue to be with those who are standing in the gap um with people who are going through um suicide and depression father god um, we acknowledge lord that you are in control that you order our footsteps so we just pray lord that you place us in places where we can help each other, Father God. And we just thank you, Lord. We glorify you. We honor you. We give you all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Before we go, man, I'd love to end on a like a good note. Yeah. So my question of the day for our C block is what would you tell your younger self? Man. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, what would I tell my younger self? Um Actually, a lot of things are popping in my mind. Okay. Okay, I'm doing a concise. Um, so it, it's going from like financial decisions to life decisions okay. to okay, all good. this. There's a whole bunch of things now that are popping okay. in my mind. Mm -hmm. It's really not a question that, you know, you ask yourself a lot. Because yeah, you know, I, really, I really can't go back and, you know, you change anything. Back, but it's good to say, It's you know. good to really think about it. <laughs> and... The biggest thing I would tell my younger self now, I guess what's really important to me is my walk with Christ. Mm -hmm. So I got saved at a younger age, probably 10. We were in San Antonio, Texas, and I accepted Christ as my Savior. And um, we got baptized at the church that we were at, me and my brother at the same time. And... I guess, and then, you know, going through life, you know, joining the Navy, I, I, you know, I, I wild out, y'all, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? I, I was out there. So I guess 
then I would tell myself to be strong and courageous. Okay. Well, I mean, Nusha, I would tell myself to to be fearless mm. because a lot of things that I could have done, I didn't do because mm. of fear. I so you. I would tell myself to be strong and courageous, yeah. don't have fear, to yeah, go out definitely. and trust God completely because mm, exactly. I didn't trust God yeah. completely. And I did. And that's what I'm saying. Like, at a young know, age, like, you so, don't fully, you know, do that. So now looking back, it's like, yo, yeah, I wish I wish I, I could. But I that's good to think about, yeah, you know, just to have that. Um, but that's it, man. I mean, yeah. it's been a good, good show, man. Very, very impactful show. It was show. very, very impactful. And, a lot. You know, we didn't want it to be, you know, all to. moody. <laughs> yeah. As far as talking about a serious topic like that. Yeah, yeah. But, we just being ourselves. Know, man. Yeah, man. And we can be you know, funny. We can be serious. Exactly. Um, but we want it to be impactful. This podcast to be impactful. Yeah, definitely. That you take away something every time you listen to it. Yeah, you know? definitely. How can they get us, man? How what what kind of outlets? Come on, man! You can find us on iTunes, iTunes Spotify, Spotify, Breaker, and Chica Chica. Pocket Cast. <laughs> um, we also have Instagram, Facebook at the Young and the Beardless. And so, then YouTube. And YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, YouTube. yeah. So, so we have all these outlets, man. And, you know, come find us. And and tell a friend. Tell, tell a, fr- a friend. Tell, share it. Share. Share. share it. I noticed some people did watch. We had like 30 views on our oh, YouTube right. uh, yeah. as of today. And um, we 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 want it. We know it's like take some time. We're yeah. gonna build momentum. We're not yeah, gonna y'all share that, man. Y'all share yeah, it, man. Y'all watch it on YouTube. Especially y'all watching this episode. Share it, especially share somebody it. that may be going yeah, through. Going through. You don't know how to talk to them about right. it. Let them hear this, yeah. and you know, at least something. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to my boy LeBron again. Oh hey. man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, y'all have a good one, man. And we'll talk to you again on March the 25th. Let me show you. I gave you the wrong date last time. Uh, We'll see you guys again soon. Peace. Peace out.